topic today. Um, we have this parsha that Yaakovinu makes some matzeva over over Rachel Imenu's kever. Called matzevas kores Rachel. The Torah stresses that it's till this day is called matzevas kores Rachel. So the Torah refers to it as a matzeva. It stresses that it's here till this day. So talk about maybe some of the concept behind the day of a matzeva and some of, maybe some of the halachas of a matzeva. The matzeva is brought down on halacha to the point that uh, if the children would, of a individual passes away and the children are not, not putting up a matzeva, Bezin can actually come and take money from the children's inheritance and force them to make a matzeva. We can force a husband to put a matzeva on his wife's kever. So it is something which is required in halacha. Um... What's interesting is you look at the Gemara, the Gemara does not talk about it as a Matseva, the Gemara refers to it, as, as, it with two other names. It refers to it as Itziyun, which is the language of a Pusik in Yechezkel, a marker, like Matseyein, to, 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 to mark something. And that's based on the Pusik in Yechezkel. In the language of the Gemara, the Gemara refers to Matseva as Nefesh. Interesting, the Foshas of the Tzadikim, the Gemara is Lashem, we don't make the Foshas of the Tzadikim, we don't make a Matseva for Tzadikim, because their good deeds are their, their nefesh. So it refers to as a nefesh. So there's three, three fascinating different languages which are used. The Torah uses the word Matzeva, Love refers to it as a siyun, and Chazal refers to it as, refers to it as nefesh. So what can we take out of that? So the purpose of the siyun is very clear, which is the way the more understands it, that Mitzayin, the more talks about the day of Mitzayin, to mark it, is that we should know that there's Tumah there. That therefore a Kayan, or a person eating Shuma, or a person eating Kippin Taras should not stumble over this area and become Tomeh so we have to mark it. So the purpose of marking is simply to prevent the Tumah issue. Um, that's no, number one. The Gemara's language is Enos in the Foshas L'Tzadikim means there's some element of Nefesh or some element of something which is going to give a, a, a element of life to the person who's buried there that his, his, his place is marked, it's indicated, people can come there etc. That gives an element of Nefesh to the person who's there. Um, Sadiqim don't need that, the Gemara says. Sadiqim, even though we do do this, the Ksav's service says what we do for Sadiqim really is just the Zion part. We need to know where it is. But the Nefesh part, we don't really need. We don't really need. Um, you like to eat something? Yes. Yeah. There's actually some more bangles in the, in the, in the, okay. in the bag if we need them. Um, so the, the 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 purpose of the seal is to market that we have to know where it is. The nefesh part they don't need this extra element of nefesh which we're giving some way to, as it were, extend them afterwards. The language of matseva is used to the deal of nitzav that it's still standing, so that the the human being will come back to life. And actually, the, the fascinating thing with Portan Allah we don't you're not supposed to put any pictures on the matseva of the person with Nifter, but the, the earlier works already write that they had a meaning to put a picture of a shifer on the Matzeva. Didn't they, we believe that the Mashiach is going to come and that the Bitzkiyas Amesim. So we blow, we put a picture of a shifer on the Matzeva to, the, to show that the idea of the Matzeva that's still standing. The person is there, is still, he's still alive. He's still coming to come back to life. So that's the main purpose of the Matzeva. That's interesting why the Torah in this week's parsha when it talks about Matzeva's Kurs Rachel, Adahir Mazet, and exactly that point, it's still standing to this day. The point of Matzeva simply is that it should be extended and stand till 
that day, which is going to be in the future. So, whenever you read, whenever you read, I think somebody wanted to call in. Um, so it's still going to be standing to this day. That's that's the idea. But the Torah actually stresses this point. Whoever's going to read it, is that, yeah, we're still it's still standing. Um, along those lines, one of the questions that Chavetz Chaim writes in his Sefer Avos Chesed um, that it's improper to spend large amounts of money on the, on the matzeva, um, but others want to say that the minute used to be with regular stone and they move it now to, to use shayish which is much stronger you to use marble which is much stronger it says there's a benefit in that because it, it stays it lasts for, for longer and that, the goal is that it's something which should, should last just after they started making using gold paint and that etc that they discouraged very much that's not the that, that's not the point um, we refer to the idea of having a matzeva we refer to it as hakamas matzeva um, which is literally standing up to Matseva, placing the Matseva, um, and go through some of those points. I just want to point out that I only once in my life was by, I was by many unveilings, it's only once by Hakamas Matseva. So really it's preferred, to, the proper thing to do is actually is Hakamas Matseva. I was by a time when we were sitting by the camera and they brought in the stone and they put up the stone while we were there. That's Hakamas Matseva. Otherwise the Matseva is there already. You're just unveiling. Unveiling, actually there's no real source for unveiling in, in Judaism, uh, it's, it's, the source seems to be taken from outside of. And could be some some place where we're not very excited about the idea of unveilings because it's, it's a non-Jewish source. So you can make the matzah and then come and say yes, but the idea of unveiling, you know, covered, uncovered, there's no source for that. But Hakamas matzah, I actually saw that one time. And it was the Sederes Israel. They already had the, the, the you know, the, the raised matzah, but they had the box ready. And the top stone, which was going to be the matzeva, was not placed until we were actually there. They brought it in. A, a good, you know, sabal on his back. You know, it took three guys to take it off his back. That's how heavy the thing was. <laughs> they put it on. They put down the mortar and uh, etc. So, so that's really what you, would, you what is appropriate to do. Is it very uncommon that that's done? That, uh, I think in Arizona it's a standard. I don't know. I don't know. I only want. I only come to say that it's one time. As far as I know, that was called normal. I don't know. You know. But because that's not that's not what's done now. That's not what's done in America. <laughs> no, no I'm saying it's saying I, I, it's a point of saying that really that's the right way to do it. Is it not specifically the unveiling part that's, that doesn't have a Jewish source? Right, correct. The same, the same, the same has been put in the before. The company already puts it up or whatever. Right, and yeah. then you come and you say has been in or to him or something. Very that's nice. No, no problem with that. Does that not count the little plaque they put up the month before? Like, uh, so, so now, so that's a good one. let's get to that little plaque over there. So, when is the appropriate time to put up the matzeva? There's an Ariza which points out that you should not put up the matzeva during the shiva, but specifically not during the shiva. But after the shiva, you should put up immediately. According to the Ariza, you should put up the matzeva immediately after the, the shiva. In our there are places which do that. The Minigur Shalayim, the Hebrew Kaddish will tell you that the appropriate time to put up the matzeva is right after the shiva. Um, in Kutzlars, that's definitely not how you see people doing it. They, they're extending it much longer. The Rizal says it's not, it's not healthy for the mace not to have the Maseva there. Apikabolo, based on Kabolo you know, issues. So one suggestion is that marker that they put there with the name, which they put up immediately, that would fulfill the role of what we're trying to accomplish until we put something more permanent, etc. 
the question is based on that. The reason says you may not put it up during the set for seven days. If that's what you're using, you should put it up for seven days either. So that's a little bit funny. Um, um, and there's an appellate that says that it has to be made out, of, made out of stone. So according to him, you would not fulfill that obligation. So the minute the Chutzlaretz is the reason why they argue not to put it up till, till later on is because since it acts as some element of covet to the to the mace during the first year, it's a time of availus and paying, not a time of covet yet. So therefore, we wait to do it till later on. That'd be the explanation why we wait. Um, and that's um, that's the, that's which again is not like the result, but you know that that our minute is, is not following the result on that point. Um, Okay. What's your reasoning for one? They put the uh, the the acronym to be from some source, and I think to heal him that. Okay, so we're, so so um, hold the question. I'm not keeping track of time. Uh, somebody has a watch on the right clock behind you. Thirty. Thirty. Okay, okay. Um, so so th- so that's the time to put on the table. What do you put on the table? What is the what, what do you put on the table? So. The um, it's clear in the Gemara that they wrote, wrote something on the Matseva. The Psukim in in Navi which talk about the Matseva, Yaakov put a, put a, put a stone there. There's no indication he wrote anything in, on it. The language of the Navi in Yecheskel, they put a marker there. Again, there was no indication there was any type of, of, of writing on it. The Gemara's language actually was that they would they would mark it off with some type of paint. There was again there was no indication of any writing any indication of any writing on it. However, there is one place where I'll talk about that reading the Ksav on the, on the Kabra. So from there we, we see that the discussion of reading the Ksav on the Kabra it means that they had a Ksav on the Kabra. They wrote something on the Kabra. The word never says what it is, what they wrote. Um, so what, what do you put on the put on the, put on the Matseva? You put the name of the person who passed away. <clears throat> the source for that actually is, is that we have, we have um, the Matseva of the Rif and a lot of the halachas actually learned from the Matzeva of the Rif. You know, some sort of quotes, a lot of the halachas, he went, I don't know what he saw, or he had, had seen a, somebody had wrote, written, written over what it said. So um, it, was, it had his name. It has the father's name. Um, some, some places have the mother's name. So what's the issue with the, father, with the mother's name? Really, there's no requirement to put the father's name or the mother's name. The main thing is the person's name. But since... One of the benefits of having the Matseva is when we go there, we, we daven for the person who passed away, that his neshama should be, should be accepted well in Shemaim, etc. So when a person passes away, how do you daven? We know the person who's ill, there are many to daven for the person's name plus their mother's name. What about a person who passed away? So Minig Ashkenazim is to put the daven then by, by, by the father's name. Minig Sardim is to daven by the mother's name. So, um, so I had this recently. I was arranging a mishnayos sh- uh, for a shloshim for a um, person who was a sardi, and I said, so "Give me the name." I gave him, his, gave him the father, his, his father's name, and his grandmother's name, his father's mother's name. So I didn't say anything because I know that they're meaning. They're is somebody asked, like, "It's the mother's name?" I said, "Yeah, the of sardi is that they still daven with based on the mother's name." So you could put the mother's name on the matzeva according to that. Not the, not the father's name on the Matzeva. Um, the the minute is to put the, the, t- the time when the person was nifter. Putting his, putting his birth date is not really required. There's no need to really put, put the birth date. Um, it, 
it's something wrong with putting it there, but it's not really required. The main thing is the, the name of the nifter, the time he was, the time he was nifter, because that's relevant to know calculation of, of, of the yard side, different things we want to know when that is. And um, we write or the abbreviation of that with the tough, the no, and the side of the base and the hay. So is based on a pasuk in Shmuel. And since the purpose of Matzeva is this idea that, we're, that the the shama is go, is still standing, it's going to come to time to come to back to life. So we simply mentioned that concept that we believe in that his nefesh should be and should be gathered together in the internal life, which which is there. So we simply mentioned that on the matzeva because that is the primary purpose of the matzeva is to be able to do that. Anything you write on the matzeva, there's an interesting hal- halacha by Hespin um, about exaggerations by Hespin. So a person passes away, and they get up and say he was the biggest tzaddik in the world. And he really wasn't the biggest tzaddik in the world. He actually wasn't such a big tzaddik at all. Matter of fact, he wasn't sure he wasn't tzaddik at all. You know, so can you say that at the hesped? So the 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 more the Gemara and the halacha says no, because the person's going to this point. He after passes away, he's going to his judgment. They say, listen, you know, they said you were so wonderful. Let's see. So you're you're going to do actually cause something bad for the person by by exaggerating about him because they're going to say. Hey, there's a standard we're expecting you to live up, and you're not living up to it. So it's going to act as a judgment against it. However, you're allowed to exaggerate a little bit because everybody has more than we know. That's what Morris says. You know, you say, you know, he was he, he was very macbeth on davening. No, he was macbeth. He wasn't very. Oh yeah, maybe he was very macbeth on davening. It's very possible. But they're saying, what do you mean? He ran to the end of the verse for minyan. He didn't. So you're not doing what everybody's saying that. So the same thing is true in the language of the matzeva. Any type of hesped you're going to write on the matzeva. Is part of this is this, this act functions as a form of a hesped, and you're saying this person was wonderful, and he really wasn't so wonderful. You're not doing him a chesed by writing that. He was the most wonderful mother, grandmother, and aunt. And, you know, actually, she was a little bit of a witch and a little bit of a shrew. That's not right. You don't do her a favor by writing that. It's not doing the the, 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 the nifter a favor by writing that. Um, fine. There, I'll tell you how far you take it. The nesivas a mishpat, right? The nesivas. It's one of the main storm which we use in halacha in Choshe Mishpat. We use it in Yeridei Chavastas. We use it in Arachaim Derachaim. I mean, he's one of, one of the Amudim of Hara. He left in his Sabah, in his will, do not write the name Harav or Hagoyin next to my name. Because I'm not a Goyin. And Harav, maybe I was, maybe I shouldn't have become a Rav. Maybe I'm not right to be a Rav. Who's the right to be a Rav? I don't want them to say Shemaim. I wrote a Sefer. Write the wrote a Sefer. That's a fact. You can't deny that I wrote the Sefer and he was a Mishpat and Chavaz Das, etc. But don't call me a Rav or a guy. Right? That's what he wrote. Because I don't need it. You have too many favors by writing that. Now, that being said, Rav Moshe has a Shubha. They didn't do it in They didn't do it. I, I, I have, I have, I have a, a Rebbe. It's really funny. I mean, I won't say it's funny. I have a Rebbe who left such a Tzavah. It says, Poynitman, that here is buried. It says his name. It says, the date. It's all it says. He's in the middle of, 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 a, of a cemetery of many tzaddikim. The Matzeva next to him is like this big, and it's like you know, 20 lines of the other side, the same thing. He's in the middle with nothing on it. That's how he left. There should be nothing on there at all. So, I mean, the Nesivas, they. Now, the Ramosh has a chuba, he said like this there is a concept of sometimes that they change the Matzeva, whatever reason. So, the, the meaning on that is if we have to change the Matzeva, we bury the original Matzeva. We don't just discard it, we bury it there with, by, the, by the mace. 
You put a new matzeva. What do you write on the new matzeva? So Moshe says, if it's, a, if it's a child who's renewing the matzeva, they have to write everything which is there in the beginning. They have to write. They cannot take away any covid which was there for their their parents, which is written inscribed in the matzeva. It would be considered a lack of covid to take it away. If it's somebody else other than the the parent, the child, they're renewing the the cover of the the, the you know this tzaddik, etc. They can choose. They don't have to follow the original inscription. They can do whatever they want. He says, but 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 it comes to a child would be lack of covenant to take that away. Is it very much say that is there but not being used? And very specifically in Israel, um, in certain like uh, cemeteries, they put the kever up for someone who's reserved it to prevent uh, kever thieves, which is an issue in Israel, unfortunately. So there are farm there that have names, but that's it. Because there's, those are the people who own it, but not are not currently using it, so to speak. Right, so that's not, that's not a matzeva. That's, that's not really a matzeva. It, it looks like a kever. Like the understand. whole point is that it looks yeah. like... Right, I understand. So that, but that's, you know, the, the real issue is, you know, that this requirement is because you... Sort of, this became connected, as it were, it's a nefesh, it's a representation of the neshama to the, here in this world, so you can't take that away from the person. But if the person is still not ready over there... Starting so, is because of... What? It's, like, it's like Geniza? The it's like a Geniza. It, it, it belongs to the, the, this, the, as it were, the Mace is kind of. It's, it, it's, it, it was there for the purpose of the Tzarecha Mace. You see this concept in Alacha. The more it says you gave, gathered money for the purpose of a person and they had extra money left over right. and the person passed away, you can use the money for a Matseva. Because that's considered Tzarecha Mace. That's part of the needs of the Mace to have. Them. So, what is the time? Because you said in the U.S., outside Israel, they have the unveiling a lot later. So why are the times that that, that the, the minute is to do it at the end of the end of the year, um, but a person doesn't really does not have to wait till the end of the year, and, and really, it would be appropriate. The main thing is that the stone, not not, not the the ceremony. So the, really, the really the matzeva should put, be put up could be put up even earlier, and the ceremony, which that's the main covenant, is the ceremony that should really should wait till the, towards the end of the year. Uh-huh. Okay. The other question we have. So. In most of the Matsebo, you have the Hebrew name, but they don't, they do it like they have top, whatever the Hebrew name is. But some of them want to be very accurate and say, put the hay in front. And I was wondering what you thought of, the, of that. The hay. For the date, of the Hebrew date. 5,000. Because 5,000, it's not really. I, I don't have any strong opinion one way or the other. Have you ever seen that? Because uh, people will say, well, how do we know when we're in the next century what year they were? Okay, I hear that. Uh, I think we'll... we'll so that's what my, well, in our, my mom, we were deciding on it. My brother and sister, we have the hay in front when no one has it. Because he said, well, you never know. Next, in next, next, next millennium. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay. But there's, not, there's no real basis for that, right? I'm not aware. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's not enough. Um, one last point: the, the the to write on the matzeva because it's something which lasts. So it's some service says you're even allowed to write in the Shem Hashem if you needed to. In the, in the matzeva of the riff, the name of Hashem is written there, written out, because it's made to last. You don't have to worry about any type of bizoyim. People not to do something which is inappropriate in front of the matzeva in the, in the basic chorus. That's not an issue. Um, there is a uh, Maram Sheikh 
was one of the main rabbonim in Hungary, and he was not only him, but others afterwards made a strong case against not putting, putting English on a matzeva, because this is something that you're tied to the, to the nifter over here, and it, you're trying to say his true essence, this is his Hebrew name, Bade, what you're saying about him, etc. But to write the name in English, that's not really the true essence of the person. So he was very strong against it. He felt it was it came from the Goyim. Historically, they never did it. It's a Goyish thing, etc. And I've been asked to Shiloh, usually it's relevant to people which, you know, they're, they're much more comfortable with the English name. Their the family is not so fluent in Hebrew, etc. And this is their way to be able to recognize. So remember, the, one of the purposes of the, the, this is to be at Sion, that people should recognize who it is, etc. So for them, they're not doing it because they're copying the, the Goyim. They're doing it because that's their way for, for them to make it Sion, to make a marker for it. So we have here, as it were, almost a conflict between the Nefesh purpose and the Sion purpose. So I said, I think if it's, it's, it's a Shalom Bayes issue, I'm, you, know, you, you definitely would go ahead and put it over there. Um, at the time of the Kamas Mitzvah, the meaning is basic, the basic meaning is to, is to say a Hespid, to say a Kibbutz Tilim, say a Kamole. If it's a time the day when you can say a Kamole and a Kaddish, really, this is really there's no real source in Aloha what to do by a Kamas Mitzvah because it's not really something which is required in Aloha. The ceremony, the main thing is placing the Mitzvah there, not the ceremony which comes with it. It, that being said, there was a the question was they wanted to learn some Mishnayis there. Normally, you can't learn Mishnayis in front of the Mesa, right? Because it's but Mishnayis it's hard for Mesa's mutter. So the Mishnah Shalom says you're allowed to make learn Mishnayis there in the Mesa chorus by the Kamos Mitzvah if they're the honor of the the person who was there. Okay.